For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Guy Lafleur! Like, what did you think of the plaudits for this guy? You know, when I think of Lafleur, they talk about him as one of maybe the greatest Canadian ever. You know, with what he did. And he holds so many team records. I mean, when the game was getting a little tougher and more checking and and he was still so amazing. So I wish I would have got to see him play. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, it absolutely is. Hello, Canada. Good morning. Good afternoon to those in Eastern uh, time zones. Welcome to the RP Show. It is episode number 743 of your favorite daytime sports entertainment talk show. Sorry if I'm a little rattled. Um, I don't know why the moose, the intro rolls and he gets up and bolts from his chair. I didn't know where... We got him now. <laughs> you know, you give me anxiety when you do that, right? Well, I always come back. I always Until come back. the time you don't. That's what they always say. I know, it's right? It's never happened before. Until it does. Until it does. Yeah. yeah. So the moose is here. We're on stage at the stage bar. We are at the beautiful Great Eagle Resort and Casino. I'm having a great morning, as are you. Right. Yes. I was just. I had to run to the to the bathroom. Too much coffee this morning and a little pink drink. Every door was locked. Oh no. Right. This one. Then I go around the corner and there's, there's somebody was in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I'm running around the casino and this song's playing over the speakers, and I'm like, I love this song so much. I don't know what it is, and I'm trying to. I don't have my phone. I yeah. wanted to shazam it, and I came back to the. St- you saw me come bounding up the stairs, to get your right? Phone, to yeah. get my phone. I'm like, what is this song, Moose? And you're like, I think it's one Mississippi. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 that can't be it. It was one Mississippi. Yeah, you were right. Good. Kane I'm Brown. Like, oh, great song. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I had to put it on my uh, Instagram story, so it's there. So we're ready to talk sports today. We're going to have a summit today, and you don't even know how or why, but you're about to. So I want to tell you that uh, we're airing on Game Plus Television across all 10 provinces in Canada and 31 U.S. states around the world on YouTube Live. And, of course, you can always stream 24-7 audio at rodpeterson.com. On the program today, TSN 1260 Edmonton's Jason Greger. We're going to be talking a lot of Oilers, I feel like, over the next few weeks and Flames, obviously. And then i got to say, a personal treat of mine coming up an hour or two, a longtime friend, seven-year CFL veteran, kicker, Grey Cup champion, Matt Kellett. I'll tell him when he gets here. I'll fawn over him a little bit. We're the same age. He's a Regina boy. The first team that I was ever the voice of, he was on. Oh, really? The Regina Rams. I was 18-year-old voice of the Regina Rams. He was the kicker. Went on to have a great U of S career, CFL career, and he's been chiming in on a lot of this CFL talk of rules and ratio and so forth. And I'm yeah. like, listen, just stop talking on Instagram and get down here. Yeah. Right. You better be careful what you say out there because we'll bring you in. Matt's like, I'm in. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So Matt Kellett's going to be with us here later on in hour two. Those are our guests. Can you please hit the quick six show horn, uh, Director Jordan Payson? Thank you. And thank you guys for all you've done for the lighting. We had a little bit of a discussion. I'd like to bring the viewers take in on this. Do you like the casino over my back? Or do you like the black curtain behind me? Because it's a little better quality, they say, with the black curtain behind me. What do you like better? Does it matter? 
Tell me in the comments section. I think we're getting might set a record for comments today. Yeah. In the YouTube chat oh. and then on the text line with what I'm getting to. Right. And I'll get to it. We're going to start with the Raptors, of course. Uh, for those people who keep telling, just stumbled across your show. Well, what you need to know with the Quick 6 show topics is they're of what's important to me. Maybe not what would head off Sports Center or the, you know, the newspaper, but it's what is important to me. So the Raptors kept their season alive with yet another clutch win. Pascal Siakam had 23 points and Toronto dominated the 76ers, 103-88, cutting Philadelphia's lead to 3-2 in the opening round playoff series. Game 6 will go Thursday in Toronto. I don't know basketball that great, but I know it enough. What I know is you and I had a great time. Yes. We went to Boston Pizza. And the highlight of the night, da-da-da, da-da-da, we didn't have a camera on it. It was the <laughs> server. Kirsten, I believe, was her name. Do you want to do the honors? No, go ahead. You no, were no, watching no, you it all. I was, yeah, but you were part of the story. I know, but it's, it's the usual, right? I mean, she came over a few times. She brought us our bandera she bread. stay away. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't even our real server, right? It was like a manager. Yep. And, uh, yeah, she came over and just had to ask if, uh, if I get asked if I look like Ted Lasso and Jason Sudeikis. I think she said Jason she Sudeikis. She said Sudeikis, yeah. And I'm like, every day, gal. And we had a laugh over She's like, that. you even do your hair like him? I'm like, well, it's not on purpose. but <laughs> right. Tough tribe for men. Tough but tribe. I felt like saying, can we re recreate that on video? But now that would just be weird. Yeah. So, anyways, the Raptors stay alive. Nick Nurse might have a coach of the year candidate uh, season here, a playoff, yeah. because he, no, nobody's ever in NBA history come down from 03, come back to win a series. If there's anybody to do it, it's Nick Nurse and, and these Raptors. Right? Don't you think? Yeah, I Why think not? it has to Always be. a first time, Moose. What did I say earlier? <laughs> yeah, right? It's never happened until it happens. And maybe the Raptors <laughs> yeah. are that first team. You know, we talked about it yesterday. And, you know, Joel Embiid's not 100%. James Harden, did you even notice him on the no. floor? No. You know, now they're calling him out this morning. Uh, Embiid's calling him out, I think, saying, you know, just play like yourself. Just play like yourself. Well, the Raptors have all the mo. And uh, something about momentum. When it starts rolling downhill, it's hard to stop. We're a hockey country. So moving on to point two, I'm going to look ahead. There was only one game last night. It was a friends and family game, and I don't even know who won. I don't care. Chicago, Philadelphia. A busy night tonight with five Canadian teams set to play. The Red Wings are in Tirana. Connor McDavid and the Otters pay a visit to Pittsburgh, and the Senators entertain the Devils. Later, the Flames take on the Predators in a potential playoff preview. <laughs> oh, good. And the Canucks will battle the Kraken in Vancouver. And you mentioned that Vegas and Dallas are playing in an almost a win and get in, like a play-in game tonight. So there's a lot of big games tonight in the National Hockey League. So we can spend some time on those. But here's where the summit comes in. There's a column running at rodpeterson.com right now from Brendan McGuire, one of our columnists. And uh, he's pointed out that this is the most goals scored in an NHL season since 93-94. And this came up the other night when I was talking with the Oilers staff, Moose. Yeah. They were, uh, they were talking about that. They're like, there's going to be a lot of 30, 40 goal scorers this year in the NHL, more than there's been since the heyday of the 80s and 90s. So this morning I got up, put my thinking cap on, and I'm like, well, why is this? This isn't enough for me to just say, well, it's happening. I want to know why. And this was the rant that I said before the air. I had to clear it with Moose if I was going to go on. You said that I could, right? Didn't you? You can do whatever you want. I'm gonna yeah. I'm going to throw it on you if I get in trouble for this right. is my point. Why 
are the goals the most since 93, 94? I put it to Twitter. I texted two NHL personnel guys, and one came back and said, well, there's more skill than ever, and there's more power play goals than ever. The other one came back. He's like, initially, I don't really know. haven't really thought about it. Let me, let me get back to you. But there was no real basis for it. In, uh, in, my, in my mind, I was like, the rules haven't changed. Looking at you, CFL, the rules haven't changed, yet scoring's the highest in 25 years. Okay? Yeah. There's a message in there. 30 years almost. There's a message in there somewhere. And the goalie equipment's the same. It's com- the fact that they've slimmed the goal pads down to 12 inches has completely changed the way the goalies play the game. But that's not new. That's seven, eight, nine years now. That's a few years, yeah. Uh, systems are the same. Defense will still win this spring. Uh, I'll tell you that. But what's the reason? So that scout got back to me and said, and by the way, he was a sniper back in his day. That's why I went to him. I'm like, you should have some thoughts on this. Right. And he's like, well, most goalies have had off years. Some goalies have had great years, but most have not. Let's look at the flower in Chicago. Last year's Vezina Award winner was at one time 30th in the NHL in goals against average this year. So he didn't have a good year. Good enough to go to Minnesota, of course. It may end up. Who knows? Ladies and gentlemen, for a cup, yeah. Yeah. Why, 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 Canada and hockey fans in the United States? Why is scoring up the highest it's been for 30 years? Is it is this skill thing? Yeah, but just now, like bingo. And pair, less hitting. Uh, what else are they saying? What, what are you? That's enough about for me. No, but yeah, you're right. Like, le- there's less contact in the game than ever before so that'll be it more free flow to the game um i think the skill has a lot to do with it because now you know when i grew up it was about you know your shot and board battles and digging pucks out of the corner and you know passing and and passing and shooting right but it's evolved so much more than that to all these different moves. I see on social media, coaches with drills, they got tires and sticks and they're bup, 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 trying to do all these fancy stick work drills now that you never even saw before in the game. So I think that's a big part of it. And there's so many elite players now, more than there ever was. Like every team has a couple of elite, the best players are, are you know, on every single team, not just on a couple teams. What a fun discussion. Yeah. And I don't normally get into this, but maybe because Hockey's my number one sport. That's why I'm as excited. And maybe that's why the football people are so excited about the changes in the CFL. But from our viewers, let me just chime in and say Jennifer from the Four Seasons says, Good morning, everyone. Trip to Edmonton was great. Went to two games, and they won both. Money well spent. Hence the orders, Jersey. There's just... We, they, yeah. They're becoming Western Canada's Leafs to me. The orders. I, they are. Eat, yes. They are. Um, Robin and Prince Albert. Writes in and he says, rules have changed, though. No two-line passes, which is huge. Dude, it's, they took the red line out 20 years ago. I was a child. You don't say that. No, 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 you can't. The rule, no, no. Nothing changed from last year. We still have three-on-three in overtime. And then shootouts, obviously. Nothing's changed. The quick face-off rules, nothing's changed. Yeah. So what is it? And is it a trend or is it an anomaly? Well, another thought, you know, and you look at this and something you and I were talking about a little bit, you know, before the show, but, you know, when we were growing up, you looked at the leading scores and you looked at who was the greatest players in the game and predominantly they were all Canadian. 
all oh. of them, right? And I know this you want where my rent comes from, right? <laughs> but now you look at who's leading. Now you got McDavid and you got Marner and you've got some great players. But you've got some of the best players in the world now. Trevor Zegras, American. Yeah. Austin Matthews, American. Kapril Kaprizov. You know, you got all these guys. Ovechkin. you got more players um, playing at a high level from the rest of the world. So that's interesting, too. We haven't seen this many players outside of Canada be so good. Uh, Todd Pinkney, uh, one of our P1s, Pink, says maybe it has to do with challenging plays and goals are now allowed when in previous they were not. Not that many saturday night a week ago saturday night there was 101 goals scored in one night in the nhl it was the second most of all time it's got nothing to do with challenges and this is where i said the rant don't at me but as i said to moose these are the best players in the world there's no better league okay there's no weak ratio rule limiting the nationalities of the players okay i said it if we want to sit and go on about the cfl ratio i overall kind of have a problem with it because here on game plus television we have american shows and we have canadian shows we're the highest rated show on game plus by a mile and i won't go into much more than that but we account for two-thirds of the ratings. It's a Canadian thing. You have to have this many Canadians on the football team. You have to play this many Canadian songs on the radio. You have to... Why? Better's better, dude. That's the CFL's problem. The NHL, there is none of that. This is the best players in the world. So for those that are saying in the CFL, scoring's down because the skill level's down, I don't know. Maybe it is. But you can't say that in the NHL because these are the best players from around the world. Yeah, there's, there's nowhere else for them to go. Nobody's being limited. That is true, right? I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a hard conversation. Or being held out of the league. Right. You know, we know that you're the better player, but you can't play because you're from the wrong country. <laughs> say it out loud. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Rod's rant <laughs> for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, and my good friend Cam over there. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. That is the crux of the matter. We know that you're the best player in the room, but we need to cut you because you're from America. So thanks. Better luck next time. You're not, you're not doing that in the National Hockey League. Are we moving on from there? Yeah, I mean, if you want to. It's up okay. To you. Well, listen. We can get back to it. We'll come back. We got yeah. a lot of time. It's just me and Moose here in hour yeah. one. In hour two, it's Matt Kellett and Jason Greger. Um, my chat feed seems to have stalled, so bear with me. Okay. Unless, unless it's just melted down, and that's also possible. Um, I said it's Canada. We did a lot of football yesterday. We're going to do a lot of hockey today, at least an hour one. So my phone's blowing up a little bit. There's some big games tonight in the dub. They'll be rocking in PA. Little Montreal. The Raiders are home to the Winnipeg Ice. They'll be thinking they can win tonight against the number one team in the CHL, PA. Well, trust me, I know that town. Yep. We should be talking about those games. Red Deers in Brandon. That series is 1-1. The Moose Jaw Warriors. 
are at Saskatoon tonight with a 2-0 series lead. Edmonton at Lethbridge. And another rant. Portland's at Prince George. Seattle's at Kelowna. The other night in Red Deer, I'm talking to some hockey fans, and they're like, what's going on in the West Conference? I'm like, I have no idea. We don't see those teams. We don't talk about those teams. It's Afghanistan. It's on the other side of the world as far as we're concerned. And the WHL owners would like to stop interlocking play for their own reasons that we'll save for another time. But that might actually come up here because my hockey friends in Esteban, home of the Centennial Cup, the National Junior A Championship, where we'll be, they're like, it's been an unreal series. The Bruins are up 2 nothing. Why is nobody talking about it? Normally, there would be parades down Main Street. <laughs> Semis. Yeah. Well, we had that, but for a different reason. You know what I mean. Yes. Um, Moose Jaw. I had friends at the game, and they're like, why is this not sold out? And I put this in my... Uh, there were great games. At least great games by the Warriors. Why were they not sold out? And again, they're coming to me, and I'm like, I don't really have the answer for you guys. I don't know, but I'm willing to at least talk about it. It's all part of the summit that we're having today. Right. See what I'm saying? Yes. And I don't know why, but the sizzle seems to be gone a little bit in junior hockey in the big picture. Like in Red Deer the other night, the Centrium was a beehive. You know, And usually it takes a while, round two, round three, when yeah. you start to see the sellouts. Right. Yeah. Round one never sells out in any league. But what do you think, SAS Place, Credit Union Center, whatever they're calling it today? SAS Cell Center. What do you think it was a reasonable crowd tonight? Oh, boy. <laughs> I think it would be a success if they got five to 7,000 people in there. Yeah. That would be a huge success. That would be a huge success. I don't know if they'll get there. Down 0-2. You know, um, if they win a game, if they win both and can get back into the building again, um, that would be interesting for a game six, but I mean, they played PA the last time we, they had a playoff game at home. They had the hub, obviously, but before that, they played PA and the ten thousand game six they had ten thousand people in there in, the, in round one. It was awesome, really awesome. So, you know, I hope you get there, but it just it, you don't have the feeling that it's you know playoff hockey right now, and I don't know why that is. Yeah, and I think. In the commentary, if you, you can go read it at rodpeterson.com or you can listen to it. And again, we're over time. We've got a break. Sheesh. How about that? Um, I'll just say it's, I'm going to call it the post-COVID hangover, yes. I guess. And people just, they're not into it. They're not thinking about it. I think there's a drop-off in media coverage. I don't know. These are things that used to keep me up at night, staring at the ceiling, wondering why. These aren't the things that keep me up at night. It's not my job. But I'm willing to talk about it today. And we got Blue Jays to get to NFL Draft. Uh, NFL Canada had a, had a message for us to pass along, by the way. Uh, the Bombers' vaccination policy is getting some play. So we'll be right back. This is the warm-up, and you are watching on Game Plus Television live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It's the RP Show coming at you live from the beautiful Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. You may hear a slight change with the sound. But I think it's okay, as the moose is smiling over there. We forgot to plug into the sound system. It's on us. I know. There are people that have shown up 
to watch the show today live, and uh, we could, they couldn't hear us for the opening segment. Some were probably okay with that. But now they can. Oilers fan, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. He's watching the highlights. Um, listen, so on my rant, uh, I, I'm not sure that we're going to solve it. Most summits, I don't think, solve anything. But at least you talk about it. You get the discussion started. Yeah, so when I said the NHL doesn't comply with some weak ratio limitation compared to the CFL, Chris Bird, watching in King City, Ontario, writes in and he says, uh, I don't agree. Ratio applies to both teams on the field. Equal rules, quality of the play in the CFL as compared to 30 years ago, both Canadian and U.S. players. That's great that you disagree. That's not the point. Nobody, not even the Canadians, are going to argue that it's not the best players in the world. It's, it's, it's not, man. The NHL is. So if you were going to go have a fight and say, each of you are going to have one arm time behind your back so it's even, but you're not getting the best fight. Right. But I Who's think, right? But I think part of that's the other side of the argument is that that's always been the case. So does it explain why scoring's down and why the NHL isn't have the, having the scoring either? Okay. Go. Go. <laughs> no. Are you going to try and tell me that the CFL is the best players in the world? Of course not. Okay. Nobody's, nobody's saying that. But it's even. It's even. It's fair. Right. <laughs> I know. I'm saying the NHL is the best players in the world. There's nothing limiting them. I kind of see what he's saying. Well, it's even for both sides. Um, we're not even talking about the CFL. We're talking about the NHL. NHL. But on that note... You know, we're getting more and more of those best players. We're finding more of the best players in other parts of the world, developing players in the U.S., you know, despite what's going on in the world in Russia, but in, you know, um, other areas of the world, Sweden, Finland, Germany, you name it, and they're getting more opportunities. There's nothing restricting them from coming over and playing in the NHL. For sure. So the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, why is scoring in the NHL way up? And where is it? I didn't pin it. They say because le leading the way, your options are more skill, less hitting, goalie equipment, or other. What? And 51% are saying less hitting. I'm not going to argue with anybody on that other than the guy on the ratio thing. But we've had less hitting for years. Why is it just this year? Yeah. Like, is it, just, is it, is it a trend or is it a one-year blip? I don't know. We'll go back and look at it next year. But we're enjoying it. Of course you enjoy it. You go to the Flames games, TNT, man, ACDC. Yeah. We're all waiting for it. I know. We are. Oi. Oi. The place goes crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. And then they play... And then they got, like in the 80s, for you little grasshoppers that wouldn't remember, on the old scoreboard that looked like that old video game that you plug the things in. Light bright. Looked like a light bright. <laughs> <laughs> they had this cowboy on the screen that looked like Yosemite Sam. And he'd go, Yahoo! They brought that back. And then they play the actual what the players want played. So it's TNT, Yahoo, and then this. So Michael Backlund, they play Backstreet's Back by the Backstreet Boys. Oh, yeah. When Backlund scores, when Johnny Gaudreau scores, they play Johnny Be Good. The players get to pick, just like Major League Baseball's 
what do you call it? Walk-up songs. Yeah. Yeah. So we love the goals. I'm just wondering how long it'll be here for. And the other scout said to me that the power plays were way up. And you had a thought on power plays. Yeah, my thought, I mean, we were batting around. I'm like, you know, why aren't we scoring way more in the power play? Teams should be 50% on the power play. You know, we're so good five on five now and scoring is up and we figured out how to score offensively. Now you're going to take away a defender? It should be almost automatic, you would think. Right? I mean, goaltenders were good. The penalty kills are good, too. But, you know, I would think that we're going to see a trend that the power plays are going to continue to get better and better and better, especially with all this skill. You're going to have that much more room, and now you get this many more skilled players. I think we see a day where every power play is, you know, hovering 30 40%. I've got um, so many mentions here. Might take me a minute to find it. There was a former WHL goalie that wrote me, and it, it would take me a minute to find it. He basically said, let's wait for the playoffs. Here it is. Let's wait and compare the playoffs. He doesn't want to be identified because he's under a burner account. I just happen to know who he is. He says, let's wait and compare the playoffs, maybe. Regular season is paychecks and entertainment. No paychecks in the playoffs. Intrinsic team first and pride. Blocking shots and playing hard matter now. Not the same season or space, but maybe scoring will still be up. You telling me Johnny Goodrow's only scoring because he's in a contract year? I'm not going to discount that. You try to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? Working harder today. The boss is watching. <laughs> Let's wait until the playoffs. And then we'll wait after that. Well, and I think you're probably right. We're going to see defense really start to rise to the top in the playoffs. Goaltending will button down a little bit. How many times are we going to see eight goal games? Like one team score eight goals in the playoffs? I don't know. It's hard to imagine. But we didn't think we'd see it this much during the regular season. It's, it's crazy. But it's fun. Like, it's fun because it's so unpredictable. You know, I love the line that you say when you say junior hockey is perfectly imperfect. I love when I can watch a game, especially with Florida, because they're the king of the comeback. You can be down six goals, and the game's not yeah, over. That's going to bite him in the ass in the playoffs. No, I know, but as a fan, it's fun to watch. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, who always loves a good argument, says CFL players are the best Canadian football players in the world, Rod. No, they're not. Joshua Palmer, Los Angeles Chargers. Luke Wilson, Seattle Seahawks. The best Canadians are in the NFL. Try again. Uh, oh, Canada lost, by the way, this morning in the World Under-18. Uh -huh. Yeah, I did. clearly you didn't oh, have your TV on. No. I got the notification, and I was going to watch the beginning of it, but I was down here. I was working out with uh, my guy, Francisca. Francisco. He's, uh, he works here at Grey Eagle. Tremendous guy. Yeah. And we're watching the game, and it was pretty good, which... Uh, I watch a cartoon game, and the raccoons playing hockey I was entertained by. Right. So it's interesting because the people that are ripping the heck out of the USFL, one being Mike Stackhouse, a writer on our website, a spit disturber if there ever was one, he said this weekend's USFL games were unwatchable. Well, that's his opinion. Like, based on what? Because as I've said, junior hockey as you pointed out, is perfectly imperfect. I like looking at the mistakes. Who wants to watch a 0-0 game? That's perfect. 
I, the other day, I screenshotted all these soccer games from the MLS. Final, 0-0. Zero, zero. Final, 0-0. Zero, zero. Final, 0-0. Zero, zero. What am I missing here? <laughs> what am I... What? It's the world's number one game with no scoring. Okay. But I like the mistakes. I like watching all of that. But that's just me. That's not saying Mike's wrong. Right. A blown coverage leading to a touchdown is an exciting play. Very exciting. And that's the human side of it. You know, are we going to get to a point where we just watch video games? Or we, I mean, we're, we're trending that way. Or we just watch computers, robots play the games, right? I mean, the human error, the mistakes, the, you know, overcoming mistakes. That unpredictability, it's, that's all what makes it fun. If it becomes too perfect, we don't watch. Maybe there's a systems breakdown in the NHL that's led to more goals. Right. The uh, Flames hung a nine-burger on Arizona here last <laughs> Saturday. Remember that? Right. Even the worst teams in the league wouldn't let that happen 10 years ago. No, no. It wouldn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. There was no red line 10 years ago. The change in the goalie's equipment had happened 10 years ago. What's changed? Um, Sebastian, watching from the Game Plus newsroom. Uh, why do I keep saying newsroom? Control room. Sebastian says Austin Matthews hitting 60 tonight and Marner hitting 100 points. Mark my words. The Leafs have Detroit in there tonight. Do we even know if Austin's playing? Doesn't he miss? He should be back so, now, yeah. He should he? Yeah. He hadn't scored in five. He did play the other night, didn't he? Yeah, he played. He hasn't scored in five. Hmm. Oh, my God. These playoffs are going to be fun. They're going to be Aren't they? so much fun. Not just the games. But if we're going to have a back and forth with the staff at Game Plus in the control room and you, you people and your milk and honey, you Leaf fans... Yes. It's going to be so much fun. Well, I know. But you talked about it, and you meant, like, every team in the East has 100 points. Like, this is insane. Every team, like, the last team to get in right now is the Washington Capitals. And And they were outside the playoff line the other night. I'm like, what? And they are a team that should be considered a contender for the Stanley Cup. Right. When you've got every team as a legitimate contender for the Stanley Cup, that's just unbelievable. Murderers row. And the, and the West isn't that far behind either, by the way. They're not that far behind. We're going to pause for the cause and come back with more. We haven't even got through all of our Quick 6 show topics today. It's just the Moose and I in Hour 1, and frankly, I like it. TSN 1260 Edmonton's Jason Greger in Hour 2, is along with seven-year CFL veteran kicker and Grey Cup champion Matt Kellett. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and of course, you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Our peace show continues from the beautiful foothills. We're in the gateway to the foothills. Great Eagle Resort and Casino. <clears throat> hey, Moose. Hi. 
You're going to be sick of one Mississippi by Kane Brown in, within the next week. It's all you're going to hear if you're traveling with me. In the it's car, be on, on Instagram repeat. stories, in the car. <laughs> yes, one Mississippi, too. I love it. You know what's funny? I, I wear it out until I get sick of it. That's what I do. Yeah. You know, what's the Rick Roll song? Never going to give you, you up. up. Right? And Rick Astley. Rick, Rick Astley, right? When you Rick get Rick Roll. Yeah. And uh, somebody said, yeah, everybody loved this song. And then they played it to death, and now everybody hates it. Right? That's what's going to happen <laughs> with that song. A week from now, I'm going to hate it. You're standing at a urinal in a casino, and it's like, ah. <laughs> Sports update. With CFL training camp on the horizon, the Ottawa Red Blacks have rounded out their coaching staff with the additions of veteran defensive line coach Mike Fair and former Carrollton Ravens interim head coach Paul Eddy St. Valain, joining as a defensive assistant. A native of Mesa, Arizona, Fair spent 2021 as a defensive assistant at Stanford, has served on the coaching staff of five different NFL teams since 2009, most recently the Carolina Panthers in 2020. And St. Valet joins the Red Blacks after spending the last four years with the Carlton Ravens, most recently serving as interim head coach and defensive coordinator. Thaddeus Young says he's not surprised the Raptors have staved off elimination two games in a row. The Toronto forward says no player is bigger than the team, and that's why the group has been able to go out and win basketball games. The Raptors chalked up another crucial victory Monday, dumping the 76ers 103-88. Game, game six... Thursday in Toronto. Why does the NBA stretch out these series like this? They always have. They always have. And one thing I'll say, I don't know. I really don't. But maybe for more TV revenue, um, less games on at one time, right? So you can watch every game. They have a big TV audience in the U.S. But sidebar, yeah. love the playoffs because we can bring up that word again. Stave. Stave off, yeah. Yeah. You don't I hear that anywhere but in the playoffs. I staved off. Staving off the buffet yesterday. <laughs> Great eagle. Exactly. Probably going back again today. A tweak to Bo Bichette's swing paid immediate dividends last night. The Blue Jays shortstop made some adjustments before facing the Red Sox and then hit his first career grand slam to snap a tie in the eighth inning and helped Toronto to a 6-2 win over Boston. Jays skipper Charlie Montoyo says he wasn't panicked about Bo the Flo's slow start to the season because everyone struggles at some point. The Jays aren't just winning, they're kicking the crap out of everybody. They got the Red Sox again tonight. Uh, Ballers Rec Room brings you uh, our one sports update. Check out our brand new line of games for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. On the topic of why is NHL scoring way up from Serena in Florida. Just a thought on your topic. Do you think it's the perfect storm of more skilled players, more underskilled players? There are a lot of teams with 100 points, but there's a lot of bad teams too. Way more shots because of way more chintzy calls leading to power plays. See... And she says, I think it's cyclical of anyways. And that's what I say. But see, in the CFL, they go and change all the rules. And I don't, I don't see the NHL being as knee-jerk as the CFL. We could sit here and talk about it till the cows come home. And will. But you would need to go into the books. Are the shots up? Are the power plays up? Are the goals up? Are the this? You know what I mean? But she makes a great point about... The bad teams are really bad and the good teams are really good, meaning all top eight teams are 100-point teams. It used to be two or three 100-point teams and then everybody else was in a real log jam and then like one bad team. We're starting to realize now and teams are starting to realize you have to bottom out in order to get to the top. And so like look at Anaheim, they're gone really young 
and they were playing above themselves at the beginning of the year, but they've gone really young, high skill, but they're not going to win a lot of games. Detroit, same thing, really young to try and build from the bottom up with, the, with their two rookie superstars. Ottawa, same thing with Stutzla and Kachuk and the young core mm-hmm. that they have. They've gone really young. So they're going to you know, lose a lot of games, but that core is going to grow together. So I think we're seeing that really high top end and really low bottom end. Everything's up for debate. Yeah. And I don't feel like we're moving on from this yet, but I'd like to know why you think scoring is way up in the NHL. So my quick six show topics, we haven't even got to the bottom of all of them yet. Raptors winning, number two, this NHL topic, most goals. Number three, junior hockey apathy. Why is not everybody talking about this great SJHL final? Normie Fong writes in, the Hall of Fame equipment manager of both the Rough Riders, Regina Pats, and Los Angeles Sharks. You should get him to tell a story about those days. Yes. The uh, minor pro Los Angeles Sharks. Normie writes in, he says, Rod, I think one of the reasons for poor attendance at some events is because of the world economy. Some people can hardly afford to put groceries on the table and pay rent, which leaves little money left for rent or entertainment. Just my opinion. I'm not discounting that at all, Fongo. However, I go to the Saddle Dome and it's packed. I watch the Orders games, they're packed. I watch the Leafs games, they're packed. They're getting 10,000 plus for the NLL games. It's the, it seems to be the junior hockey thing. That's it. Um, do you have a thought on what it is? I'm calling it the post-COVID hangover. Yeah. That might be what Fongo's saying. Well, when you said that, that really struck something with me, like the post-COVID hangover. I think that's it. Like It feels like it. We're just not thinking about it. You know, it's just not top of mind. It really isn't. And, you know, we have everything else piped into our brains all day, every day, which is the major sports leagues. And beyond that, other entertainment options like the Netflixes and the Amazons and Apples and you name all of those things, right? So I think it's just, you know, and and we're so busy, busy, busy now that in the evenings we just want to sit. Turn on the TV. Turn on the TV and see what's on. It's a major problem. Uh, I've talked to the people in the WHL office about it, and I said, because you're getting crushed by the NHL, and this was years ago, by the way, a lot of those people still aren't around, but I said, you should be getting transfer payments from the NHL, development payments. And he said, we do. I said, for what? He goes, for drafted players. I said, yeah, but for us in Regina, we don't have anybody drafted ever. You don't get money if you don't get anybody drafted. It's different. But hey, you're in the league office. If you don't care, why would I care? Point four was the Blue Jays and the both flow Grand Slam. We covered that. Point five, NFL draft Thursday. Do you care? It kind of it snuck up on me, and a lot of it is hype. I saw Jesse Palmer. Man, they're really good. They got to be getting some ratings with the uh, ladies with Sports Center. Jesse Palmer last night and Mike Johnston. That even got my heart a flutter. TV's in a short circuit. You know how I feel about Mike Johnston. I love him. So NFL Canada sent me an email and said, Rod, five days until the 2022 NFL draft. The next generation of stars is set to take the stage in Las Vegas. Who will the Jaguars select number one? I'm like, I forgot the Jags had the number one pick. But now I know because the NFL Canada emailed me. Where do you watch it? You can watch it on TSN, RDS, DAZN, or NFL Network. 
Canadians to watch. The Canadian invasion continues with yet another loaded draft class from wide receivers and edge rushers to corners and running backs. Tune in to see which teams select our talented Canadians. And then click here to meet the Canadians. Oh, here's all your NFL draft gear. By the way, gear up for the draft. Grab the same hats Dolphins players get after hearing their names called, plus more tops. How did you know I wanted a Dolphins hat? They've been reading my diary. You saw that Tennessee Titans hat? Yes. That I was wearing last night? Yes. That's a draft hat from the last year's draft. I watched him on the TV go up on the table. I'm like, that's the nicest hat I've ever seen. And so I just went to NFL shop and... Sure enough, the hat's there. Bought it, was in my door in four days. I was reading that verbatim. I didn't plan that. Tailored marketing. I don't know what you fancy business people call it. Yeah. But they knew, oh, this guy's in Miami a lot. This guy's bought tickets to the Dolphins. Let's tell him how he can buy a Dolphins hat that the draftees are going to wear. <laughs> NFL, y'all. See, and on that, I, hang on. We yeah, got a break. It's okay. Taco Tuesday. Write it down, Moose, because you'll forget You're over right. the next four minutes. You're right. We'll be right back with Taco Time viewer takeover. Matt Kellev and Jason Greger coming up in hour two. It's the RP Show, and you're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio with rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is the RP Show, and we are coming to you live from that middle building right there, the casino. Moved out of the event center. You see in the bottom right of your screen? Yep. It is taco time, viewer takeover. You are not going to see the moose for one hour's time, so get it all out. If you want to tell him how much he looks like Jason Sudeikis or... How much you love his hair? Sure. Get it out now. How you doing, Moose? I'm doing great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it is taco time. Viewer takeover. It's Taco Tuesday. $2 tacos at the over 120 locations of taco time across Canada. Your biggest decisions today will be hard or soft shell or beef or veggie, which really is no decision at all as far no. as I'm concerned. And did we take advantage of the buy one, get one half off burrito special on Thursday? I did not. It, all my time going to Taco Time. I this did, dingbat didn't know something. I didn't know that the crisp beef burrito was part of the, well, it's a burrito. The, brato, the burrito family. Right, because it, it's, it's deep fried and it's a little thinner. And I'm like, I didn't think it was part of it. I ordered two, one of each. And he's trying to interject. And the girl and I were like, brah, just zip it. We got, we got this. <laughs> right, because you were so yeah, good. It's so good. So good. So anyways, do it with tacos today. $2 at Taco Time. Uh, by the way, the poll question today for Capital Auto Mall, Universal Collision Center, with dealerships across the prairies is, why is NHL scoring way up? And the options are less hitting, goalie equipment, more skill, or other. And leading the way is less hitting. Was 47% on Twitter. What, what's leading on uh, YouTube, Clark? More skill. Okay. I don't, there's clearly not one answer. There never is for something like this. Right. Uh, Robin in the gateway to the north writes in. He says, player equipment. I would wonder how these players today would fare with the old wooden sticks or the first Easton aluminums. 
Uh, Dion writes in from Edmonton. He says, you can't touch anybody any longer without getting a penalty. What that Leafs game the other night in Tampa when Corey Perry got bonked on the head with one of those sticks? And yeah. he got a, do you think he didn't get a match? I think he got kicked out of the game for yeah. sure. They didn't hurt. I might as well hit you on the top of the head with this pen. They weigh about the same thing. It it's like barely, two ounces. Barely hit him. So the rules do need to be updated, I think. Yes. Tap somebody on the head with well, a graphite stick. Can't even feel it. I know, but you can't hit anybody in the head anymore. That's. I think we're all. I think we're all okay. Oh, right. I forgot. With not hitting anybody in the head. Well, I remember going out for the first time with a graphite stick, playing in the adult safe hockey league. And taking uh, just a snapshot with one of these graphite sticks, <laughs> took off. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> right? This thing is made out of plutonium. It's insane. So it, but again, that doesn't mean goals. I mean, Dale Durkach and I had that debate. Guy potted 491 points with the Regina Pats with a wooden stick. I mean... And I'm not sure that has a lot to do. I played with a lot of guys who had a lot of money and could buy the best gear and it didn't result in goals. <laughs> Golfers? Golfers are the best example of that. Yeah. I got fitted for these clubs. I spent two grand, blah, blah, blah. Ball still found the water. Jeff in Esteban, the energy city, where we'll be for the Centennial Cup, May 20th to the 29th. He writes it and he says, no paychecks in the playoffs. That's why Austin Matthews doesn't score. He don't care. Well, he didn't last year in the playoffs, and Mitch Marner ha has never scored a playoff goal, am I right? I'll tell you this. We show up here to do this show. When Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid, Mitch Marner step on the ice, none of them are thinking about how much money they're making. Uh, Bob Smith in Maple Ridge, B.C., watching. He says, lack of back-checking. You've been watching Winnipeg Jets games, have you, Bob? Austin Matthews back-checks. He does. I give him credit for that. Larry Dye in Medicine Hat says, watching replays on the old Commonwealth Stadium scoreboard was like watching faded light bright with missing light bulbs. I can't believe I remember the name light bright here in hour That's one. That's pretty good. Um, by the way, the rock star of the day yesterday was Greg Peterson for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, longtime Stan Peters broadcaster, former All-Star Safety. Just want to throw that out there. And uh, Moose, we'll see you in overtime, okay? Sure. Uh, Matt Kellett coming up to open Hour 2. We are coming at you live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. And you're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and we'll see you right after this break. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.